It's President's Day somewhere. Wine. Houston, how to get away with axe murder. A leaky Zippo burns. Elvis and the poor man's Elvis, and so much more on this episode of Awesome Today. Awesome Today, is a daily list of things which we find somewhat or completely awesome, that are somehow affiliated with today's date. It is the awesome things we've been introduced to, discovered, or rediscovered. This show is barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy the banter, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Hello. How is everyone? Welcome to the June 5th episode which is episode four of Awesome Today. Happy President's Day, but only to our friends in Equatorial Guinea. Okay. Those of us in the U.S. will have to wait another 255 days to celebrate our own President's Day, if, in fact, we care. (laughs) 255 days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I point out something? Yeah. Since I'm the producer, you can't really say no. I can't. Um... It's 99 degrees in Oklahoma today. Dang. And I love it. I was going to say, you are not sad. I love it. I'm all like a dog scratching its back on the ground. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. You love it. I love it. I love the warmth. It makes no sense for what my heritage is. I'm a... Well, I, I go back to this often. We're summer babies. Summer babies it? like that heat. I guess so. I love it. Okay. Well, good. It's It's warm. So what's awesome? Okay, we've got a lot to cover today. Let's get started. June 5th, 1756. It's discovered on this day in 1756 that adding sugar to unfermented wine could increase the alcohol content. Indeed. Indeed. Makes your wine a little bit more... Winey. Wine-tastic. What a delicious discovery. Do you know how this works? I mean, No. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. It's, okay. pretty, it's pretty simple in theory. I'm sure anybody who's made wine is going to be like, it's not easy. And they might even throw that funk on it. I don't know. I don't hang out with a lot of winemakers. I'm not against them. I love wine and I appreciate anybody who makes it. Yes. But. And. And the way this works is alcohol comes from sugar. Yes. It's, it's what yeast does. Yeast eats the sugar, turns right. it into alcohol. So yes. absolutely. If you add more sugar to your unfermented thing and then ferment it, yes, the alcohol content does stand to be higher if you've managed your ferment well. Makes your wine a little bit more happy, a little bit more buzzy. Depends how much you drink, I guess, you irresponsible drinker. I am Irish, though, so. (laughs) Okay, June 5th, 1837, jumping ahead a number of years. June 5th, 1837, this is near and dear to my own heart. Houston is incorporated by the Republic of Texas. Which seems to have been their ongoing practice. Yeah, they do a lot of incorporating. Yeah, they look around and like, all right, you got all your infrastructure in place? Okay, you're now part of us. Yeah, that's near and dear to my heart because I myself was born in Houston in a hot June when my parents' air conditioning was out. My mother bless her heart. never fails to remind me and bless her heart indeed. June in Houston with no air conditioning. So anyway, Houston incorporated by the Republic of Texas. You know, true Texans don't say the state of Texas. They call it the Republic. So as they would. Yep. We lived there. 
We did for like eight years. Hey, what's what's just right now? Bam, lightning round. What's one of the more interesting things that you learned that's a different perspective for Texans than it is Oklahomans? Well, one thing is if you're going to take a car trip anywhere, like a, a car trip of like three hours, you're like, that's fine. I'll do that in a day and then turn around and come back. Like people. Yeah, like, it's a quick trip. If When you live in Oklahoma, if somebody thinks that three hours away, you're like, oh, I don't. And what, are we going to the ocean? I can't. That's no. Yeah. I'm not going to drive three hours, even for a week long trip. <laughs> but living living there even a brief amount of time, you adjust. You and do. You, and you see that perspective. Yeah. The thing ultimately I was getting at, and I'm truly surprised. I'm not disappointed. But I am surprised that you didn't trigger on. Okay. Was that in Oklahoma, we have the OU Texas game oh, yes. every year. But in Texas, they have the Texas OU game every yes. year. Yes, yes, yes. That's so a big thing. Depending on what side of the Red River you're on dictates which school gets named first. That's right. When we first moved there, we lived in Fort Worth. And so, mm -hmm. you know, OU Texas, Texas OU was a big deal because it's played in Dallas. And so... I remember the first time I heard somebody say Texas OU, I was like, oh, that's cute. They right. they did the thing where they switched it. But no, that's not cute. That's yeah. just how they call it the game in Texas. It may, in fact, be why the rivalry exists yes. because they can't agree on the name of the game. That's right. That's right. Okay, so let's move to 1893 because in, on June 5th, 1893, the trial of Lizzie Borden begins. Now, most of us in America know through various pop culture accounts. She was accused of murdering her father and stepmother with a hatchet or an ax. She was acquitted 15 days later. We are left, of course, with the poem, Lizzie Borden took an ax, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Yes. It's a little bit, it's not very tasteful, but it is, it is so, the main thing that I know about Lizzie Borden. In either case, that's a lot of wax. Yeah. Now, this is... That's some shoulder strength. I don't think you really appreciate that. That's some shoulder strength and endurance. Definitely. This case was my gateway into the realm of true crime. Oh. I remember reading in a book for kids, like it checked out of the school library. That was back in the good old days before everybody <laughs> was triggered and sensitive and overreactive. When, when teachers took their smoke breaks, just like barely yeah. standing outside of the standing, classroom. Standing next to the seniors. Hey, you got a light? So the good days. Back in the 80s, we could freely access true crime stories at the elementary level. This was the first like sort of true crime story I became really interested in. And I remember just reading it and thinking about it. And it came up. I did check out a lot of true crime books when I was elementary, middle school age. And that one always came up. In fact, I was super obsessed with ghost stories. And there's, you know, usually some kind of supernatural mm -hmm. lore around the Lizzie Borden story. So anyway. It depends whose account you read, for yeah. sure, as would be the case of anything. Sure. A lot of the stuff I ran across just, it didn't get so much into the supernatural as it pointed into, into, pointed at, and into. It got really invasive. It pointed into... <laughs> some of the very odd things that she said yeah that were like you're you may not be guilty but you're not innocent and we don't have a classification for that so go on yes we'll just write a poem yes and that shall be your legacy yes so that was 1893 all right well we move ahead to june 5th 1895 we have the the invention of the zippo lighter now i've never well, I was going to say I've never smoked. I've smoked, but not habitually. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I think everybody's 
tried to <coughs> coughed up a something trying to look cool in front of, front of their friends maybe a time or two. Yeah. But for some strange reason, it's either junior or senior year of high school, I became, you know what? I think it was because your brother. It was because of my brother. So it was after high school for you. Yeah. Well, but no. Okay. Maybe you already had Somehow this. I maybe had to already, gone. yeah, because I remember I was either a junior or a senior in high school. Plainly, I hadn't met you yet. Yeah. Because that would have meant we got married as freshmen in high school. <laughs> That's weird, even for Oklahoma. Um, that didn't happen. No, but somehow I, I got turned on to him. I had one, and I had it, uh, I can remember prior to having it on Rock 100.5 The Cat, I can remember one of the regular personalities making a, a comment about something being hotter than a leaky Zippo. And I had no idea what that meant okay. until I had a Zippo. And it leaked. In my pocket, and it leaked, and I didn't know what was going on, and my leg was burning. I was like, why is my, why is my leg hot? And then it hit me like a bolt of lightning. I was like, it's like he said it's hot. That's what he meant. It's my Zippo. It's <laughs> leaky and hot. Both of the things. All of them. <laughs> yeah, so you apparently had a, a longstanding, well, not longstanding, but you were already interested in Zippos. My mm -hmm. brother was interested my parents for a while lived in Pennsylvania near where Zippos are manufactured. Yes, or at least were at one time or yeah. something, but yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think I've still got like six or seven in a box say, around here somewhere. I remember when we were younger, when we were newlyweds, like the, a go-to present that I could get for you for an occasion was like a new Zippo lighter, yes. and that would be cool. Maybe we need Zippo merch. Yeah. Sure. Okay. We have to start putting up a smoking warning, though, like Netflix. Does. Like Netflix. That's right. Okay. June fifth, nineteen sixteen, was the death of Mildred J. Hill. Mildred, Miss Mildred, was the composer of the most sung song in the world. That song, my friend, is "Happy Birthday." Happy birthday. Don't sing it, or we'll get demonetized. On That's YouTube. right. <laughs> Now, to be fair, to be fully fully self-exposing in a legal way, yeah. um, she, I believe, originally wrote it as good morning to you. Okay. And then words were eventually changed, but the, the tune and things, yeah. And so there it is. Everybody knows it. That's right. All right. Now, this one's going to take some words, a lot of explaining, splaining. Mm -hmm. June 5th, this would be... Uh, this would be not mansplaining, even though I am a man, and I'm not ashamed of the fact that I'm a man. This would be financial services splaining, <laughs> monetary policy splaining, or something there. Okay, good. Here so we go. June 5th, 1933, <laughs> Franklin D. Roosevelt mm -hmm. takes us off of the gold standard. And anybody our age would have heard Somebody in their family both mention and potentially lament that this was the end of the world as we knew it. Uh -huh. This was on the heels. It was literally months after what was later declared as the end of the Great Depression. And that's kind of an, an interesting thing in and of itself to consider because we never, we never know like, okay, well, I guess today's the end of this recession right. or depression. It's always months after yes. that we look back and are able to examine some, some trailing indicators and say, okay, well, that then was the end of when it occurred. The same yeah. was true, the 2008 Great Recession. It was months after I think March 9 was officially the low, which meant things going forward were 
it was it was over at that point, but we didn't know for months still. Yeah. So keeping that in mind, you have at that time uh, Keynesian economic theory, which was the rage at all the time. It suggested that one of the best ways to fight off an economic 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 downturn whoo, is to inflate money. Okay. Inflation. That's where we get inflation. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it works in two ways. First, um, so the government forced everyone to turn in any gold they had up to or down to a certain amount. You can yeah. keep a, a pittance of it, but that and or certificates uh, and all of that. And they traded it with people for paper money and coinage, which only had value because the government said it did. It wasn't backed by anything any longer. Mm -hmm. So that gold goes into the Federal Reserve. The government then raises... The price of gold because mm -hmm. they hold the monopoly on it. They can tell you what the price is. And in this instance, it increased the Federal Reserve's balance sheet by 69%. That's massive Dang. to just have an overnight effectively windfall. Uh -huh. Though it took a month or two. But second, when you inflate currency, you effectively make each unit of currency have less purchasing power than it did. And so that means for any outstanding debt that you as an individual or that a municipal body or a federal government or anyone else would have, that they're actually paying back a lesser amount yeah. than what they borrowed because those dollars are worth less gotcha. than they were. Gotcha. So kind of interesting how all that happened. Now, the full abandonment, the, the completion of that abandonment from the gold standard didn't come to fruition until 71, 1971 under Richard Nixon. But this was the beginning. And coincidentally or not, it depends on if you know any of the QAnon stories and maybe that's something we could check into. And by we, I mean one of you because I'm not going to. Um, coincidentally, June 5th of 1933 is when this occurs. But June 5th of 1883, 50 years before, that's when John Maynard Keynes was actually born. Again, Keynesian economic theory, all of that. So maybe there's a conspiracy here. If there's not, I count on one of you good listeners to write it for us. Yes, I like it. It's good stuff. All right. That was a lot. It's a lot. I need to, I need to breathe for a you, minute. You breathe for a minute because I'll tell you that on June 5th, 1851, which I feel like we maybe went out of order a little bit because you were in the 1930s, but we're going, um, we're going to go yeah, back in time. It happened. Maybe the okay. old cut and paste got a little got a little silly there. <laughs> a little wild with the old cut and paste. <laughs> got a little liberal with the pasting. I don't know. Maybe I am a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I very highly doubt that. On June 5th of 1851, Harriet Beecher Stowe publishes the first installment of Uncle Tom's Cabin. So... A big hallmark moment in uh, abolition, the abolitionist movement in the 1800s, but also a keystone moment in the history of American literature. All right. Pride check. Did you read it? Uh, I do think I have read this in college. I read a lot of things in college that I don't remember. Too much drinking, carousing, partying? No, mostly reading and writing essays. <laughs> Fair enough. I knew you. That's, that story checks out. I've never read it. I'll, I'll just admit that I've never read it. And I'm probably not going to, and only because I'm busy making podcasts and stuff. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. All right, let's go, okay. go on ahead. Back to the 1900s. 1900s, in fact. 1956. Still June 5th, after all, but 1956. Yep. 
Elvis Presley releases Hound Dog, and he performed it live on the Milton Berle show. Mm-hmm. Scandalizing the audience with his very suggestive hip gyrations. He could gyrate those hips. He was, in fact, often called by the more conservative groups, Elvis Pelvis. <laughs> I know this for two reasons the, 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 about this song. One, because my mom, in fact, as part of that conservative group, did in fact refer to him as Elvis Pelvis. Nice. Good. Not surprised. And two, my dad loved to just randomly belt out song lyrics. And I don't think he knew any song in its entirety. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you'd be riding along in the car and everything's quiet and he'd just belt out, ain't nothing but a hound dog. And you'd, you'd throw, you, what? What's happening? You'd freak out a little and yep, that was him. That's a true fact. Old Elvis Pelvis. What them hips do, Elvis? That's right. <laughs> that, that boy nasty. <laughs> okay, moving right along. June 5th, 1959, a gentleman, a young man, by the name of Bob Zimmerman, graduated from Hibbing High School in Minnesota. He went on to change his name to Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. There you go, Minnesotans. There we go. I enjoy Bob Dylan music, so I'm glad you threw this in here. Well, and it's a, it's, it's good. I think it's a, it's a wonderful because we're all always looking for something to listen to, something to read, something to watch, and I've kind of looked at this list of things that we meander through yeah. to say, hey, you know what? I do or don't know who that is, and I, either way, I'm going to go listen to some Bob Dylan today because I heard about it, and it's the day he graduated high school. Good enough reason for me. Yes. Check it out. You may love him. You may hate him, but either way, at least you'll know. That's right. That's right. Okay. June 5th, 1971, birth of a gentleman we like to call Marky Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. <laughs> you and your funky bunch. That's right. 1971. He's not terribly older than us. Just just enough that I can feel ashamed that I don't have his physique. I, yeah, well. He's never lived the dad bod. You don't think he has a dad bod now? I haven't no. seen him in, in scantily clad clothing When for he a lets while. himself be seen, he's still, he's still carrying the torch. Okay. I did not, I did not fact check this. I feel like he was probably born in Boston, in or around Boston. They're a Boston family. Probably so. Like. Has to have been. Uh, June 3rd, I'm sorry, June 5th, 1973, birth of Neil Patrick Harris. Of course, we first knew him as Doogie Howe. Doogie! Write me a journal entry. Went on to be Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother and tons of other roles. I was looking at some of the trivia around Neil Patrick Harris. He has hosted the Academy Awards, the Tonys, the Emmys, the Golden Globes, like all of the award shows. He has done the hosting job at least once. He's incredibly dynamic and charismatic yes. and lots of fun. So happy birthday to the dear uh, Neil Patrick Harris. The so. duo, Mark and Neil. Yes. Okay, 1977. It's my year. But Meg, not my birthday Meg's yet. year. Yeah, not her birthday yet. So just before Meg was born, Steve Jobs brings the Apple II to the market. Goes on sale at a cost of $1,298. That was not a small amount of not money a small in 1977. Amount. It's not now. I mean, that's so still a lot of money. Think about how fast technology moves now. Yeah, right? yeah. Literally... Anything you buy is outdated within three to five years. For sure. On, on the computer front. And honestly, even on our handheld computer phone yes. front. 
but he introduces the Apple II in 77, and in 1992, though it was outdated, I learned how to program on an Apple IIe. Mm. So there weren't just a ton and a flood of different models and things that came through. Right. Um, and I can't imagine that little high school I went to, that's probably, we had Apple IIe's when there was something better because the cost of yeah. everything. And yeah, we got them, we bought them off the prison bus or something. I don't know. Anyway, that was 77. Um, June 5th, 1993, uh -huh. Conway Twitty, a wildly famous singer-songwriter in the country music genre, and I feel like a little bit of crossover as well. Sure, yeah. He passed away during surgery. Conway was known by some as the poor man's Elvis Presley. How poor do you have to be to need a poor man? Well, Elvis wasn't poor. He had Graceland, for crying out loud. Well, but he came from poverty, too. And, so. and if you don't know Conway Twitty immediately, just think, hello, darling. It's nice to see you. That's right. It's been a long time. This is his his work. And as much as you hate him, as skeevy and terrible as the pictures of him are, you ought to go listen to a few songs. Yeah. They're not, they're not unlisten worthy. No. All right. June 5th, 1996. Bringing it up into our contemporary era for sure. The Howard Stone radio show premieres in Memphis. Is that mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It was. It would have been his early, like the very first okay. version of the show. Yeah. All right, in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, of course, Howard Stern for many, many, many years was known really for being a shock jock. Oh, yeah. Just all kinds of crass, profanity, distasteful things. However, he sort of like reinvented himself and transformed himself into becoming a known now he has a reputation as a very good interviewer people yeah now he's always and i think that's the magic is that he's always been a good interviewer yeah he just he had to do his era's version of clickbait yes to get his name seen that's right he was definitely the precursor of clickbait but now he really i mean i, I don't listen to his show i don't know he maybe is probably still is pretty crass but it's like people, celebrities know when they go on Howard Stern, they may end up crying because he's going to dig deep into mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. stories. And somehow there's that trust there and he can get the real story out of people with his interviews. So I, I thought will, that was interesting. I will say one, I'm not a huge fan. I can admire a person without being a fan. Yeah. I admire, I, I truly think a fantastic movie is his movie about his life, okay. which may in fact be called Howard Stern. I can't remember. Didn't look it up. Yeah. But that's a good movie. That's worth a watch. I think it really paints a, a beautiful picture of the struggle anybody faces into just trying to accomplish and do. And you're working hard and then an opportunity hits. And yeah, it, it was, I thought it was a very good movie. Okay. Good to know. All right. Well, on June 5th of 2012, um, one of our great American writers, Ray Bradbury, passes away at the age of 91. Of course, one of his most well-known works that probably most of us read as students at some point was Fahrenheit 451. He was really prolific, wrote lots of short stories. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what, really, are, what, are, what are the other, do you recall any of the other works of his that we read in high school? I cannot think of one off the top of my head. Thanks for putting me on the I'm, spot. I'm going to embarrass myself. Who wrote The Pearl? Is that him? No, I think that was John Steinbeck. Okay. That's possible. I don't know. I can't confirm 
or deny either way. I can't confirm or deny that. I feel like that's not right. And it's we're okay. using my phone to video, yeah. so I can't. It's okay. Finish it. It's okay. It's not okay. We're not here to be the source of all information. We're just here to pique interest and to inspire people to correct our ignorance. Please correct us. Because now way. I feel like that's not right. I do vividly remember. AJ, Google it. <laughs> yeah, I vividly remember reading Fahrenheit 451 and enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. And fascinating that it's a book about burning books. It is a book about burning books. It certainly is. So that was on June 5th. Uh, can't talk. June 5th, 2012. 2012. Okay. June 5th, 2017, Puerto Rico declares its Zika virus epidemic over. Do you remember this? I mean, I barely can remember that Zika was a virus and that there were epidemics of it. But do you remember the the pearl clutching and the pants pooping and yeah. everybody freaking out over it. It's a simpler time. I wish we could well, freak out over Zika And we say now. that, we say that, who knows? Because at the time you never would have convinced us, oh, worse things are coming. We'd have been like, whatever, this is, it makes babies have small heads. It's all I kinds know. of bad things. Who knows how we will view the coronavirus no. in another eight years. If you are here to tell me that we're going to someday look back on 2020 and be like, 2020 was simpler times, I would like to just oh, go ahead and leave the planet right don't now. Don't even kid yourself. Eight years from now, 2020 will be simpler times. Shut it. Shut it down. That's how everything works. Shut it down. Shut it up. We've had, I think, the blessing, the blessing that came along with some of the badness of this virus is that we have been forced into living some simpler lives yeah. in the interim. Okay. But don't forget how madhouse things can become. All right. That's very encouraging. It's awesome. Anti-awesome Okay. I subbed out. I wanted to curse there. <laughs> All right. Last thing. Today. Today. June 5th, 2020. Netflix is going to go ahead and give to us as a gift, as a as a humble offering to get us through these trying times, the first 13 episodes of the very last season of Supernatural. Which should have ended seasons ago, but we yes. will watch it anyway. It should have ended so long ago. Why are we in 15 seasons? I don't know, but we will faithfully watch yes. this now. Speaking of coronavirus, because of coronavirus, they had to stop filming season 15 before they were done. So I was just reading, the plan is 13 episodes that have already aired on the CW. Good old CW bringing us that quality TV programming. Um, those have already aired, they're dropping on Netflix, but then the last seven episodes ever of Supernatural are gonna come out in the fall. So we will be left with a cliffhanger of sorts after we binge watch this this weekend. Check with yeah. us on Monday, we'll be done. Right. Probably. If I can stay I awake. Be. Megan won't be. I will have watched it once and then we're back on episode two trying to get <laughs> Megan through it. Anyway, it's something that we've been looking forward to for a long time. Bringing um, Dean and Sam and all of Castiel. their... Castiel. all of their friends and family. Who's your to, favorite? Who's my favorite? Yes. Oh, Castiel for sure. Mine too. Mine Followed too. by... He's probably a Gemini. I think he... Do angels have birthdays? He does. He stole somebody's body. True facts. Okay. Anyway, that's happening tonight. That's where we'll be if you need us uh, camped out watching Supernatural. And by tonight, she means as soon as we hit stop on this recording. <laughs> Kids, fend for yourselves. There's grapes in the fridge. Don't eat the slimy ones. All right. That's all we have for today, June all 5th. All right. Have an awesome today, would you? That's right. Bye. Technically. You can eat slimy grapes, so long as they are not moldy. This rule does not 
However, apply to chicken. I hate chicken anyway. It is not awesome. Sometimes people make chicken salad with grapes, but probably not the slimy version of either one. <laughs>